Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Orchard Park Public Library's In Good Health podcast. Today, we are going to talk about our favorite topic, and that is the gut, um, otherwise known as the gut microbiome. And what is the gut microbiome? If you are familiar with our podcast in the past, or you've come to our program here at the library, you know that we've spent a good deal of time talking about our microbiome. So today we're going to do a deep dive into the term, get us familiar with what it means, and why you might be hearing more about it now more than ever. So stay tuned and listen in for this new episode of the Orchard Park Library's In Good Health podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Orchard Park Library's In Good Health podcast. My name is Tim, and today we are going to be doing a deep dive into what we mean by the gut microbiome. Uh, You know, if you have come to any of our programs or listened to our podcast before, you know that Sharon and I are big fans, or at least students, of uh, the microbiome when it comes to our gut. Particularly how interesting the link that's coming out of scientific research that shows the similarities between our digestive system and our neurological system. So that's our gut and our brain and how those two vital parts of ourselves are interconnected. So we're going to talk a little bit about the link of the gut with metabolic diseases and how this is a growing area um, of research when it comes to obesity. And we're also going to talk about ways that we can keep our gut healthy. Because, spoiler alert, what this is all going to come down to is that a healthy gut is going to lead to all the other parts of ourselves to be living in some sort of organic symbiosis, right? Based on our microbiome. So I'm going to start by reading an article that was from the New York Times that was published on January 11th of 2021. Uh, This is a seeking obesity cure. Researchers turn to the gut microbiome. And I'm going to skip down to the important paragraph that says the link between the gut and metabolic disease is a growing area of obesity research. In recent years... Scientists have uncovered clues that the microbiota, the community of trillions of microbes that live in the gut, plays a role in weight gain and metabolic disease. And now in small studies, they are exploring whether they can spur changes in metabolism and potentially in body weight through a therapy known as fecal microbiota transplants, or FMT. Now, what this comes down to is that obesity or insulin resistance and fatty liver diseases have been shown to be associated with less microbial diversity and higher levels of group organisms called formicutes. I'm going to spell that in case I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's F-I-R-M-I-C-U-T-E-S. So that's the bad stuff. That's the bad gut bacteria that fills up our stomachs when it's not full of this 
diverse, rich, healthy microbiota that we get from foods that are good for us, but particularly foods that are rich in vitamins and especially fiber, right? We'll get to that later. Uh, the interesting thing that's coming out of this is how people are ingesting pills with healthy uh, stool, either from family members, people close by, or people who just have a healthy dose of microbiota to help curve these cases of obesity or other diseases that might come from the gut by ingesting doses of healthy stool that are full of this microbiota that would then in place fill the space within uh, an unhealthy gut. So you heard that right. Ingesting stool in order to have a healthier gut line. That is nuts. But the research is in and it shows that it works. Um, now, I'm not saying that we all should go out and start, you know, um, <laughs> eating various stool samples, but uh, it is very interesting to me to think about this connection between uh, people who are, you know, medically obese or have, you know, types of um, digestive diseases. Inflammation is big, and we'll be covering that in a later episode. But um, how easy these things, or maybe how quick it is to reverse these things just based on having a healthy, diverse microbiome. Now, another study um, has shown that inulin-type fructans, or ITFs, um, then those are foods that basically come from plant Plant carbohydrate, I can't say it. Plant carbohydrates, right? So that's uh, things like dietary fiber that come from things like asparagus, bananas, garlic, artichokes, garlic, and leeks. Okay, and what they evaluated was the impact of consuming these ITF-rich vegetables daily um, when it comes to gut microbiota gastrointestinal symptoms, and food-related behavior in healthy individuals. The method that was used is that a single-group design trial was conducted in 26 healthy individuals, and during that two-week period, the participants were instructed to adhere to a controlled diet based on ITF-rich vegetables. Three test days were organized, and before and after the nutritional intervention, and three weeks after returning to their usual diet, these uh, participants were assessed and their nutrient intakes, food-related behavior, fecal microbiota composition, microbial fermentation, and gastrointestinal symptoms were evaluated. The results of this study showed that the major microbial modifications during the intervention were an increased proportion of this microbiota and a decreased level of the unclassified or potentially dangerous levels of um, microorganisms in the stomach. These changes were reversed then within the three weeks after the intervention, and volunteers showed greater satiety and reduced desire for sweets, salty foods, and fatty foods, and a trend to increase in attitudes towards inulin-rich vegetables. So that is pretty incredible. Again, eating 
various foods high in inulin-type fructans, ITFs, things like, again, asparagus, bananas, garlic, artichokes, garlics, and leeks. Again, those are the dietary fiber-rich plant carbohydrates. Um, the higher consumption of these vegetables allows for a substantial increase in a well-tolerated dietary fiber, which may in turn improve food-related behavior. So that's great. We kind of know that, right? Eating a diet that's rich in dark leafy greens and uh, high-fiber foods is good for our stomach, right? So why the, the word buzz for microbiome? What does that mean? Well, this helps, the microbiome is what helps you digest food. It prevents you from dangerous infections in your organs, and they are vital to your health. Dr. Eugene Chang uh, has, from the University of Chicago, I'm quoting, the microbiome is just as important as the brain, liver, kidney, or heart. It's big, right? So they found that changes in your body's bugs are linked with many health problems. So that means things like diabetes, obesity, inflammation of the bowels, even cancer. So this is all part of the greater bit of the, our immune system, right? The body's defense against germs and microscopic threats. How do we restore the balance to this? Again, like we talked about, a healthy diet is key. And many microbiomes are acquired from things like genetics. So, you know, babies, for instance, get a healthy dose of their microbiomes from their mother at birth. Um, but there are, you know, uh, cases in which uh, the gut microbiomes help regulate our metabolism. That's our digestion. That's the absorption of nutrients. Um, a dietary fiber found in plants is especially good for your gut. One of the best things we can do for our microbiomes is to eat a healthy, diverse diet and make sure it's rich in fiber. So, in conclusion, guys, we want to keep our gut in check. So, healthy options to stay on track. You want to make sure you're eating things, healthy greens, right, that are good for your gut. Again, beans, broccoli, berries, avocados, these are all great. The more of those that can fill your belly with good nutrients and not the high processed stuff, right, is what's going to keep your gut healthy. Other um, wise choices for better gut health, you can eat slower, you can eat smaller meals, um, you can set a bedtime for your gut, right? Try to limit how much you eat after dark. Manage your stress because learning healthy ways to reduce stress like relaxation, breathing, mindfulness, stress makes it harder to digest your food well. Consider probiotics. Uh, probiotics are a great way to, um, to get your, uh, the good bacteria in your system as well. So again, guys, there is a choppy look at some of the things that come up when we talk about the gut microbiome, why that is a buzzword, and why in the end it just comes to healthy diet, right? Um, it's a simple way to look at it, but we have run through great things we can eat to make us feel good, fill us up, 
and not have to make us run to the toilet. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening in on this edition of the microbiome. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Orchard Park Public Library's In Good Health podcast. Thanks so much.